I got a message for your American buddy. I'm your wife, dammit! Ah, we'll have to go up to the wives in the library or the supermarket and say hello. I am new here. I know, George, you think I don't know anything, but I know people. I get 18 years of my life to stand in the same spot as you. You wanted your file? I found you your file. You wanted out? I got you out. You needed money? I found you some. Now, let's face it here. I've got to, you know, latch on to something in my life. Oh, yeah, you no use to try to sweet talk me, Miss Scarlet. I knows you ever since I put the first pair of diapers on you. Who was gonna love me? Who, who was gonna make me feel good? I wish I had a mother like me instead of nice. Nice gets your shit. I got a two-inch thick solo in steak. Sit and defrost it right this minute. When you and Guy come over and supper with us tonight, what do you say? Another episode of the Best Supporting Podcast, a podcast dedicated to celebrating and dissecting the performances of our favorite Best Supporting Actresses. My name is Nick Kachanov, and uh, Happy New Year. And I'm television Susan St. James, and from my family <laughs> to yours, I want to say a Happy New Year uh, from all of us at ABC. <laughs> Oh, wow. I got the chills. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I just thought I would I'd take you back to a time when Kate and Allie was on TV. Do you know Do you know who Susan um, St. James is? It sounds familiar. Is this some sort of like a news anchor or is it like a fictional news anchor? That's a great question uh, or a great guess because I feel like Susan St. Yeah. James is a great news anchor name. But no, Susan St. James is one day we'll find a way to talk better on this podcast. Perhaps yeah. I found a way right now. But uh, she and Jane Curtin were in this sitcom in the 80s called Kate and Allie. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And it's they played two single moms raising their kids in an apartment, I assume a very large apartment in New York. But, I mean, squint, and it's really just like a beautiful lesbian fantasy. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And if you saw a picture, like, they are couple goals. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I think I'm more an Allie than a Kate, but I will. I could make this relationship work. I love that. I can already picture the vests. Oh. The vests of plenty. You oh, know? my God. What, what, what Jane Curtin could do with a vest. Ugh. Yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, someday we'll do, the B- <laughs> we'll do the BSAs of Kate and Allie. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds... Perfect. Yeah. Um, well, I can't think of a better way to kick off 2023. Yeah, Kate and Allie. And uh, I can't believe it. We made it. It feels weird. It's you know, good. It, sure. I mean, I didn't think I was going to drop dead on December 31st, but, you know, uh, <laughs> it seems like you had some concerns. <laughs> no, I don't know. Maybe I don't know why I said it was weird. I guess it's, um, it's you know, the New Year's still kind of kicking in, I guess. I don't know. I was in... Like a Christmas break fog, which was lovely, and uh, you know, I didn't want to go back to work. No one wants to go back to work, to be honest. But here we are, and uh, it's 2023. Yeah, it just feels weird. Uh, like that number, I don't know why. Yeah, so, takes you, me takes you back to school and like getting the date wrong. Oh yeah, yeah. that's yeah. right, that's right. Um, I feel like you are the king of the of the hazy week between Christmas and New Year's. I mean, I do shine. I, I think this year was a little bit different. I'm just going to tell you now that I watched some of the things you wanted me to. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't watch Gravity. I didn't do it. Um, I can't say, say I now. held my breath, <laughs> which is kind of a Gravity joke. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yes. I thought if I explained it, it'd be funnier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, you're such a George Clooney. <laughs> yeah. Just right. floating away. Just floating away. Um, <laughs> Yes, but uh, you know, with Lucy, it's a it's a different kind of vacation because we're kind of watching her. We did take her to daycare, I think, three times just to have like three days. You know, we put some days in between the two to kind kind of give it a cushion and to lounge around. But mostly, we did run around a lot. To be honest, we were just kind of shopping, but nothing too. I mean, you know, Keon, he's always oh. taking me everywhere. Yeah, yeah, no, he's he's Mister Get Up and Go. Yeah, what are we doing today? Yeah, and I said. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. You see this robe? It's not going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, you see these slippers? Yeah. <laughs> when these slippers go on, <laughs> those yeah. car keys go on that table. <laughs> oh, I, I picture um, what's-her-face from Hocus Pocus when they're like, okay, party's over. What's her name? Penny Marshall. Uh, Penny Marshall, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And snakes in my hair, yeah. Oh, my God. That is like the, the, the sole reason for me to to be talked into watching Hocus Pocus again yes. is, 
is Gary and Penny playing? I guess, are they playing a married couple or are they playing? Yeah, yeah okay. they're playing a married couple. And I, I thought they were married like pretty much my entire <laughs> adult life until I realized that they're siblings. I can't I feel like I can't tell if I would love them more as a married couple or if I prefer them as these like two neurotic siblings. Oh, wouldn't that be great if podcasts like the podcast craze started like 30 years ago and we got like a Penny Marshall, Gary Marshall oh. podcast. And what if then there was a crossover with a Jerry, Jerry Stiller and Mira podcast? Oh, my God. Right. It would be crazy. And then wasn't it? What was it? Was Mel Brooks and Anne Bancroft married? Did I make that up? Sure. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. Let's pretend they were in this fantasy world where podcasts (laughs) existed in the 60s. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that would be stellar. Yeah. Uh, But of course, it's not the 60s. It's 2023. It is. Oh, my goodness. And uh, today, we're, we're easing in, you know, and I think that is the only thing that's fair is to ease into 2023. I, I think the meme was going around at the end of December of like, nobody make any big New Year's resolutions. Don't jinx it. Don't say this is going to be your year. Just keep your head down and see what happens. And I think we're kind of doing that with this year with this podcast. Yeah, I mean, kind of a tangent. That was a beautiful segue into starting our episode. But do I'll, I'll derail it for a second. Um, <laughs> do you do you co-sign that sentiments are you are you setting goals slash resolutions or you you just kind of i'll just ride the wave you know i feel like i started the the new the new year new me energy like a few weeks earlier in december and i think that helped i think that's kind of like like pre-gaming yeah or like avoiding holiday travel by leaving in early december oh my god colin did you see those airport photos i i couldn't watch the videos i'd be done no i'd be done no all i could all i could do is just pick i could it just took me right back to the fort lauderdale airport massacre oh yes (laughs) oh my god that no i so no but i did i did see that it was uh, quite an airport nightmare and I thought well I looked at Marco and I said listen buddy this is my Christmas gift is you and me right here on this couch uh, perfect. I didn't need to travel but I so I um, I feel like I basically did that I, instead of doing the like January 1st New Year New Me it was like December 10th like you know what what am I waiting for uh, I don't yeah. got the time to burn and so I kind of coasted into January like oh you know uh, I've been new. <laughs> yeah, you're like the senior in the school play. Mm-hmm. You're like, I've done in the last four years. Yeah, yeah. I know all about the sits probe. <laughs> you know? So We call Tech Week Hell Week. Here, yeah, no civilians allowed. <laughs> yes, and bring me snacks or I'll punch you in the face. Yeah, yeah. Give me your... Give me your uh, Sharks. What were those fruit snacks that were shaped Ooh, like sharks? Ooh, the blue and white sharks. Yes. Yeah, great choice. Oh, God. Those were delicious. It's a good, stretchy, gummy mm-hmm. uh, little snack there. Yeah. Yeah. Those I, are great. Uh, yeah. The kind of blue on one side and then like the sort of uh, yeah, white. Yes. None of it. None of it should be in our bodies, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, so good. But uh, as much as you want to think about me digesting gummy sharks, that's not what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> so we thought that we would we would kick off the year by doing none other than looking backwards and celebrating our top five BSAs of 2022. And we've done really no. Our lists are very separate. They we have they may have nothing in common. They may be the five same things. I have no idea. <gasps> Yeah. But uh, that's usually the fun of when we do these little countdowns. It's like sometimes it's like, oh, my God, you and I have the same number one, don't we? You know? Yes. I feel that there are, I'm looking at my list, there might be two that we have in common, maybe. And then um, maybe three. But one of them is my honorary mention. So um, okay. I have two honorary men- uh, mentions. Do you have any? You know, I I guess I have one. I guess I do. I guess I, I'm yeah. fishing around in my pocketbook. I guess I got one in here. Uh, what do you want me to? How about I start with one of mine real quick, mm-hmm. and then we'll go to yours, and we'll we'll get into it. Ease in, as you said. Um, so I'm gonna give an honorary mention. This is an account on TikTok that I have just uh, fallen in love with her, and I know that you and Jody are fans. And this is Shayla on TikTok. Shay Shay herself. 
I don't really know. I mean, I'll do my best to describe it, but she is this girl who is like in her freshman year of college and just like living her best life. And she's so positive and so cool. And she hasn't been posting a lot, actually. Uh, she kind of had this like advent calendar, Harry Potter thing or something. I don't know. Um, but I'll I love take it her. Out of you, you know, <laughs> it will. And, you know, she's busy. She's she's on like college break. But I I get so much joy out of her videos. I just think she is a beautiful soul and she makes me laugh. And um, I love her friend down the hall, too, that I can't remember what's her Katie? Katie, Katie, yes, it with is those Katie. amazing boobs. Oh my gosh, I know. <laughs> and her boyfriend, he is real, guys. <laughs> oh my god, her boyfriend, George Glass in Canada. Yeah, yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, I just, I'm obsessed. It's a little, it just brings me a lot of joy. So that's an honorary mention. One of them. Shayla is. I feel like, uh, in reference to maybe something we've talked about recently, I could see Shayla as one of Sarah Cruz's little housemates in A Little Princess. She's kind of an oh Irma, my God, Ermengarde, yes, right? Yes. <laughs> oh, Uh-oh. featured ensemble. Featured yes. ensemble, Shayla. Yeah. I love her so much. So uh, go check out Shayla, everyone. You will not regret it. She's the best. Mm. She also has like a Matilda classmate quality, don't you think? Like, Mati- yeah. Ma- yeah, yeah, yes. She she would have she would have been nice to Matilda. I, I don't. Yeah. I, I, I I'm speaking out of my ass here. I've actually had... maybe School of Rock. Even you know maybe she's oh. musical. Maybe she played you know the tambourine or something. I Absolutely. Oh my god, she is such School of Rock material. Yes. Ugh, those snazzy pants she wears. I love them. I've watched so many of her videos at this point. You know, I just kind of went down the rabbit hole, which, you know, whatever. Hey, it's fine. Nothing weird about just tracking the life of a college freshman (laughs) in Michigan. Michigan. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, she's the coolest. Um, But anyway, uh, what what is your honorary mention? Well, you know, I I felt like I'd be remiss, as they say, but I feel like I've talked about them so many times this past year and have sung their praises, and it's just another opportunity to just send some love, some roses, some flowers, and some chocolates to the Gaylords of Darkness podcast. They they have also been like my – I've been like basically re-listening to all of their episodes just as kind of like the way The Office is comfort TV. You know, it's just a a, – it's been long enough that I haven't heard some of these episodes and it's like, Oh yeah, I'm going to re-listen to that one. And so I feel like I've just had hours and hours with Stacey and Anthony to the point where when a new episode comes out, I'm like, wait, Oh, this is current. This is now, this is really happening. This is no dream. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. So it's just been a nice kind of uh, a, a constant throughout this year um, that I couldn't help but send some love to. And so uh, also, if you're a fan of Suspiria, they are the preeminent Suspiria fan cast. They are a high recommend. Mm. Oh my goodness! Um, I think that this this lines up for you because if I'm not mistaken, and maybe I'm wrong, most likely, but I feel like we had some sort of BSAs of like 2021 or something, or no, maybe even like 2019. I can't remember how long we've been doing this podcast. This is all to say that I remember you giving a very high honor to uh, Julie Klausner. Uh, for her podcast because remember we discovered the app mm-hmm. and there's so many back episodes of it so I, I do you remember that I I do I, I think we did do this last year we did the the, the BSAs of 2021 so I I oh, think lovely. that checks out because I think it was that summer that I was just like binging her um, how was your week app and it was yeah oh my god that's great because it's also like podcast episodes from like like before difficult people like I, I don't even know 2011 it's just like such a uh, weird time capsule these episodes yeah and she's solid I, I can it's one of she's one of the few people that I can really just listen to her talk about whatever because solo podcasts as we know are super tough to motivate yourself to even do them let alone be like super funny super charming like her podcast persona is unmatched really and I'm assuming you don't, but I do recommend uh, listening to Double Threat that she does with Tom Sharpling. I know. You've talked about it a couple times. And again, I don't know why I'm putting it off, but maybe I maybe I jump back in. It's, I mean, you know, it was an adjustment because she's definitely a little more switched on. And at first I was like, oh, I don't know. And now I'm just like so into it. Sometimes they'll have like a guest on that I don't really jive with or like once or twice they'll do like a prank call that I'm like, oh, uncomfortable. I can't do this. But they have on because they're on forever dog and so they have kind of like a forever dog plus uh version that includes 
uh, a little podcast that she does on her own called Dear Julie, which is basically oh. like, how was your week? Without the guests. Okay, now so, we're cooking. Yeah, so I should subscribe to it because it's like I listen to them enough that like it would feel good to support them, and I'd love to listen to Dear Julie. And I think they have some preview episodes on their feed. So if you wanted to just like get a taste of just Dear Julie, you could you could do a little hunt, or I could send you a link. You know, I like that. Okay, yeah. Um, but that's where there is kind of I guess the, the spirit of how is your week is continuing there. Perfect. Was that an office reference? Hunter, I'll send you the link. Oh, God, no. That, what did you... <laughs> I, no? <laughs> you said we can do a little bit of Hunter, I'll send you the link. Can, or at least, you could, do, what did you you say? could do a little bit of a hunt, or I'll send you a link. Because oh, I was like so proud of myself for remember, remembering in the uh, the dinner party episode that that guy's name is Hunter. Oh, um, wow. Episode, so I was like, wait... Did Jan Levinson Gould say this before? But no, I was way off. No. Uh, I just can't hear. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you. It, I thought, I, I appreciate that you're filling in I'm the really office trying. gaps. You are. Yes. This is a new year, new you. <sighs> yeah. Um, well, let me, I'm going to just go uh, through my other honorary mention. She almost made the list. Almost. By a hair. But I am going to give uh, an honorary mention to our favorite gal of 2020, Dakota Johnson. <laughs> oh, uh, I only need to be told twice. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I just feel like in the latter half of the year, for sure, too, it's like, you know, Sonia, Sonia Morgan's my last daughter. Um, we also caught her in, of course, Cha-Cha Real Smooth and Suspiria, just like three pillars of the pod. And I just, she's so hot. She's so cool. I just wanted to put her on the list or honorary mentions. I I love it. I I I'm glad that she's had a moment uh, on this podcast, and, and um, she may show up somewhere in my list. I don't I don't know. I oh don't know. Oh my god. Okay, I don't great. No. In a way, I was like, I think he might mention her, so I'm also going to leave her off the list too. So, but I'm so glad. Hopefully, we get to talk about her again. Well, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah. Okay, so those are our honorable mentions then. Lovely. Um, do you want to start? Would you like me to start? What well, do you, how do you this do? would be a perfect transition. I could start, you know, uh, uh, not to not to escort myself through the door before you, but uh, it would fit because my number five BSA of 2022 is really an assortment of the ladies I've loved this year. Oh, yay. I love this. Well, why don't you lead us in? This is just a, a collection of ladies we've talked about. Uh, some of these we just did a, you know, for the, I don't know, however many people. It may have be, be All Right, Mary, Only Mary's listeners. We just did a sure. similar episode there of our BSAs of 2020. Or I guess it was BSAs of 2022. I guess it yeah. was. So some That's people, fine. I mean, I mixed it up because I thought there might be a small Venn diagram. So if you've listened to that episode... This will be mostly fresh, but Ooh. some of these ladies I did mention in that episode as well. But why not mention them twice? So perfect. Uh, one of those ladies would be Dakota Johnson. Uh, for all the aforementioned reasons you had, just a queen of a queen of our pillars this past mm. year. Love her. Uh, obviously, you know BSA of the year at the Westons, Liza Minnelli. Ugh. Uh, I was yeah. thinking about Liza with the Z today. It was a good time, of course. I think I was singing it around the house. It just, ah, uh, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. And there is, you know, the, and the thing is, I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm having my, my finally my Liza awakening at, <clears throat> at, oh God, how old am I? Thirty-seven years old. I'm, no, I'm going to be thirty-eight this at the end oh, of this month. Wow. At the end of this month, I'm going to be thirty-eight, and I'm, it's fine, whatever, you know. Uh, <laughs> as as Diane Keaton said, it's just one day closer to death, you know. That's right. Um, yes. <laughs> Diane Keaton is also on my list, by the way. <gasps> wow. Uh, but all that to be said, that I still haven't seen Cabaret, so that my Liza awakening continues this year. Oh yeah, you're in for a treat then. Yeah. So I have, you know, no idea what to expect other than like the bits and baubles I've picked up from, you know, Schitt's Creek and other things that have done cabaret references. Ooh, that's going to be exciting for you. Yeah. Uh, I did mention Diane Keaton and, and I think most importantly, I can't remember if you did watch it, but the first wives club uh, episode of Oprah that she was on with Bette Midler and Goldie Hawn. I didn't 
continue. This is no surprise yeah, to anyone. This is my surprised face. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it's something to look forward to, which is uh, in this year. Yeah. It really is. I mean, folks, if you just search like First Wives Club Oprah interview, like 1993, you got to look for Bette Midler in a lime green uh, power suit and yes. Goldie in her black tank top and jeans and... Diane Keaton is is dressed like Candyman. I mean, she just looks she looks like the Hamburglar. And yes, she does. Yes, and you think, oh my God, look at this this baddie loon at the end. And it turns out she is the most of the three of them in particular, of the four of them, including Oprah on that stage, the most down to earth and the realist. And um, it was a revelation. That's all I can say without without spoiling it anymore. Yeah, somebody hand me a fork. I mean, we love Diane. Oh my God, I love Diane. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad this is uh, this is your Diane Keaton era. I'm in my Diane <laughs> phase. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um. So anyway, I'll I'll run through the rest of these real quick because I'm going on yeah. and on. But Celine Dion, I feel like uh, I don't know. Again, I just what can I say? Uh, here we are again. You know. And you heard the the most recent video, right? Yes. So for folks oh who don't God. know. A few months ago, she had posted this video on Instagram about how she had to postpone her European tour, and it was kind of a work of art. I mean, it really, an absolute work of art uh, is yes. the best way I can describe it. And we did like a, a beat-by-beat breakdown and Ari Mary of it. And then she released another one recently of how she's going to basically have to cancel her tour because she's got these, you know, this health issue. And it was like, you know, a bunch of people sent it to us, and then it was like, oh... It's sad now. Oh no! Like it's just like like it's really it, it's it's worth a watch, but it's just like sad now. Yeah, I mean, I did. I didn't watch all of it, but I got the gist of it too. Because as a vocalist, no, I'm, I'm not like I'm speaking for Celine, even though I'm a vocalist too. Mm. Um, but it is. It's like the worst thing you could possibly lose. You know, it, I mean, it, her body is just. She has some sort of like rare condition. Um, and it's affecting like her voice and uh, was it like her nerves or her muscles or what was it? I might be her. It's like uh, shaky body syndrome or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, something only Celine Dion would have. But it's a shame. I mean, I don't I joke, but it's a shame because like she is like so stupid talented. Uh, yeah. And it's she's a kooky gal. She's a kooky gal. You know, she's she's nuts. But like. You know, you don't want that to happen to anybody, but it's like, oh, God, Celine, you know, what else are you going to do? You know? I know. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, Watch this space. So, uh, (laughs) you know, other other ladies on a health journey that we're we're loving this year, Christina Applegate, obviously. Perfect. Champion through Dead to Me, season three. I... Would have to give a little, uh, a little hey, hey, hello to Melissa from the real world who, <laughs> there we go, came yeah. back this year, and I was, and it was just like a great continuation and evolution of a fabulous reality TV character. Uh well, I mean, how could I not mention Megan Hilty? Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Uh, and and if I'm gonna mention Megan Hilty in the same breath, I obviously need to be talking about Anne Harada. Oh, God. Yeah. Best She's Supporting so Linda. Perfect. Yes. Uh, you know, we also, I think we had a month of the BSAs of Grays, and I think we had a lot of strong feelings about Sandra Oh and Chandra Wilson. Yeah. That was that was like a real open, like eye-opener for Chandra Wilson for me, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that was a, it was like, oh, my God, you were like great in this. Jesus. Yes. And then finally, sorry, I know this was a bit of a list, but uh, – I've I've sung her praises before on this podcast and for the exact same reason and I'll probably just repeat myself but some things never change in 2023 but I just am loving the the narrative of Jamie Lee Curtis in 2022. Yes, Miss Holly Weird herself, but I she's on the road to that Oscar. I don't know, something's happening here. Yeah, and and the fact that in 2022 she could be in an Oscar, you know, Oscar movie, you know, and and have awards consideration and recognition. She could be in Halloween Ends, you know, and make a, <gasps> a sweet yes. paycheck for a blockbuster yep. stupid movie, yep. and she could be the absolute best part of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. 
Yeah, in the Dorit's finest moment, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So you're welcome, Dorit. Yeah, and she like yeah, she gave Dorit a reason to be on the show. And, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and I just I I think about I just how did she do it? And she's married to Christopher Guest. Oh, I think I knew that, but I it's a good reminder. Yeah, Jamie Lee Wait, Curtis. Did she also show up on the reunion as well for Housewives? Yes. Oh and, my God! I yeah, love that. and and she said to Dorit. Your genuine enthusiasm for my charity uh, raised the most money, you know, or changed the face of, of yeah, know, sure, whatever it was, you know, homeless to toothless, whatever it was she did. <laughs> I've worked with the homeless. I've worked with the toothless. <laughs> God, I can't believe that happened in 2022. Beverly Hills. What a what an odd eight months of television. <laughs> I know I dropped off to no one's surprise, but you know, I feel like I could keep up at a party. You know, if someone mm-hmm. brought it up. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I'll. Uh, this might come up later in my list, or it'll come up later. But we we should do some kind of housewives catch up. I feel like we, you and I, need to sync up on the housewives, yeah. and how we feel these days, and where we are. Because I'm, I'm very far. I'm off on Scary Island right now. Oh yeah, I mean, this won't. I mean, this kind of will open up a conversation. But I press play, and I think I finished all of it of season 13 episode one Mm. uh, because i've never watched it yet so i was and i was like oh this is nice this is nice um but i didn't i I didn't go past that first episode so but yeah we'll save that for our future housewives catch-up yeah yeah maybe there'll be some after show talk about it but i didn't want to derail us but yeah we haven't talked about the housewives in a while Ugh, it has been a while Mm. well uh what's your number five my number five is White Lotus season two. Mm. I had it a little bit higher and I did some juggling last minute too, but I, especially this is definitely in that category of because it was just so recent too. Like if this would have happened in February, would it still be on my list? Probably, I think. Um, I just thought it was it was such a strong season. I can't wait to go back and rewatch it. I loved it so much. I love Jennifer Coolidge. Um, you know, Aubrey Plaza, everything was so perfect and i really didn't think that it could get better than season one and i think it did in my opinion well i may or may not have the white lotus uh in some way on my list but i i do agree with you and i do kind of have that same feeling of like is there like a recency here of like well it just happened and so that's the latest obsession but i i can agree right off the bat i Especially even when season two started, I was like, well, it's no season one. But now I'm like, yep. well, no season one's no season two, you know? Yeah. And for just for everyone playing at home, the two things that I thought you would have on your list were Dakota Johnson and White Lotus season season two, or excuse me, the three things. So there's still room for one more. I wonder if I'll get it right. Mm. But um, two out of three so far. But yeah, uh, White Lotus season two. I can't wait for season three. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, and I've also like... I, I'm also willing to kind of like I binge. I think we all just like had such a such a binge, a, a pop culture binge on, on the White Lotus when it was happening. And now I'm like, OK, I've had enough seafood. I need to go like have a salad. You know what I mean? Like I've binged. I can't say the word binged enough times, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like you said, it's uh, appointment television. I feel like the next thing we'll get maybe and i don't know when this is being released it's probably like and just like that season two you know what i mean mm, well this i i will have more to say about this in a bit okay yes so this is a you know a nice little Ooh. appetizer wow yeah all right uh it's your turn right number four yes my number four you know and i was just trying to kind of mix it up i'm sure there's things that meant more whatever or that i'm forgetting but i just thought you know let me come up with a list of things that are interesting to talk about you know and i think it was this year in 2022 i don't i can't say i remember the year that very well but i'm pretty sure i did a full 30 rock rewatch in 2022 (gasps) oh I love this. And I, I just, you know, that show, it is just really incredible how much it has, like, aged perfectly. And I think, you know, the idea is like, oh, maybe some of these jokes, oh, man, you can't make that joke anymore. Oh, man, you couldn't do that now. And it's like, okay, uh, yes. And they were making jokes about things that hadn't even happened yet, you know? Yeah. And and how many things that they've basically predicted and um, 
I just I, and in some ways the jokes that they were making in like 2006 are funnier in 2022. Like it just and and the things that we might say didn't age well, I think are more refreshing and that like look how they got away with it because the overall tone and like the overall like bubble that they were putting these jokes in I don't know like it was a it was a context you know what I mean it was like if you're gonna get offended by this then you're missing the whole joke yeah I mean it's such a specific brand of humor too it's like I I feel like Seinfeld and 30 Rock and like if if a comedy in my opinion I guess it's is so singular like that it makes i don't know i think i think that's what elevates it and makes it last and holds up the best it's mostly yeah, yeah. <laughs> um it's i you know a, and i think it's a show that you could like do a rewatch of in another few years and it'll have an even different meaning you know and and there'll be other jokes that kind of like stand out or it'll just kind of age in a different way like it's uh, and to say nothing of beyond the main cast, like the guest stars on that show are oh the women too, yeah. Oh, uh, I mean the the moms episode which we did, I think last year maybe. Yeah, that's a perfect example. Oh, a fun episode, yeah. yeah, where they've got Elaine Stritch and Patty Lapone in the same Ugh. episode, and it's it's not an episode of Law and Order. Neither of them are dead, you know. Yes, yeah. I mean, it's the gift that gives on giving. You're making me want to do a rewatch now. I have so many other, so much other shit to watch too. Oh, I know, I know. I I feel like you know, as comforting as it is, I will say I think there's something. I found that when I force myself to watch something new, I'm like, no, this is good. Now my brain is growing new. It's growing versus just like it's just atrophying as I just watch the same jokes I've seen seven times before, you know? Yeah, yes. But God bless 30 Rock. Yeah. I make the exception for 30 Rock. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Great. Uh, my, uh, I almost said season four. My number four is my Vegas slash Hawaii trip with Keon. And if I was to really drill it down, because really this could probably just be my number four, is the night of his all company meeting gala. Gala. Um, that night it was a gala because I was everywhere. But it was like the best dance party vibe, like drinks, food, everyone was, it was the best time I've ever had this year, I think. Um, and Hawaii was great too. <laughs> and Hawaii was fine. And Hawaii was cool too. Yeah. But I, I didn't have it on my list at all. And Keon scolded me last night because I read it. He's like, what about Hawaii and Vegas? I was like, oh yeah. And I kind of like half forgot, uh, you know, half just didn't put it on the list. You know, you don't mess with the list. It was just the first five things that I thought of and that initially did not make the list. Dakota Johnson was on the list, but Vegas was not. Completely understandable. Now, I obviously was not at this party, but I can tell you folks, what I do know is that I still go on Facebook and I still look around and like inevitably like you or Keon would be tagged in like one of Keon's like coworkers photo albums. Yes. And there would be some caption of this was the best night ever. And I'm like, oh, that's sweet. You know, uh, Alicia, that's cute. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm like looking, I'm like, oh, look (laughs) at them. Oh, they look like they're having a good time. But, but, you know, you also kind of think, oh, yeah, what did you guys do? Was there a DJ? You know, like, I don't know. I'm sure they're all lovely. But, you know, you see that and you're like, okay, I mean, I've been to company Christmas parties. Like, let's not. Oh, yeah. You know? I know that vibe, too. But this was Yeah, then when on the podcast when you were like, and Keon's company did this. And I'm like, okay, was it really that great? Jesus. (laughs) It really was. The live band, I still think of them. Oh, that band. That's right. You love that they band. They live band. Oh, my God. I, I loved it. I danced like I never danced before. It was crazy. But, um, yeah, and like I said, too, Hawaii was equally as awesome. And uh, it was nice to – that was kind of my first, I guess, like, big vacation since the pandemic. Minus, mm. like, you know, trips to places. But, you know, an actual, like, sit on the beach, drink a Mai Tai, and look at the ocean vacation. Ugh. That sounds great. That sounds lovely. I feel like yeah. I want to make one of those happen in 2023. Yeah. You know, uh, once I get a real good, like who's, who's, who's spending 24 hours with Marco and sending me photos every hour. Once I get that coordinated. Yes. I can go on vacation. Yeah. So oh my gosh, if you're listening, if you're out there, uh, <laughs> I probably, if you're up for the challenge, if you're up for the challenge, he's a scoopy guy and yes, uh, he is. he's pretty great. So, 
Uh, well, uh, I guess that's my number three, uh, which you'd already kind of uh, gave a bit of a hint to. But it was my number three was you had called it appointment TV. I call it communal TV. Yes. Uh, but it was it was the things this year that felt like they weren't these shows that I just like binged by myself and then like went to read the reviews and the Reddit threads and whatnot. But they were the shows, mm-hmm. you know, like The White Lotus or, um, you know, and just like that last year into this year, uh, Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip season two. I feel oh, like yeah. that was a fun, you know, especially these like mini series kind of things. It's like I could sustain this for seven episodes, you know? Yes, yes, yes. Um, I think Euphoria was definitely like this, especially for like, you know, people like Justine who'd been waiting for years for this. But I definitely got on that bandwagon for season two. And uh, I uh, loved it. I just loved that sense of anticipation. I always I always equate this to the mayor of Easttown experience. Yes, I feel like that's the always the go to. Mm-hmm. What started it all. It was like <laughs> it was this mini series event and it was about a woman and it had Gene Smart and Julianne Nicholson as BSAs. I was like, what more do I have to ask the heavens for? I'm giving it. I know. That's good. I like this, uh, this category that you've sort of created here. Yeah. I hope we get more of this. You know, I think, I think drag race is not really this much. I don't know if season 15 is, is going to be as much of the event as it, as maybe season 14 was, but obviously sure. I'll be there. But yeah, I feel like All Star 7 was kind of a, a thing, especially because you guys were recapping yeah. it too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was definitely something that I look forward to every week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm I, more of that. You know, I, I really think it's uh, trying to swing the pendulum back to maybe not uh, must-see TV Thursday nights where we went through like 24 weeks of you know, watching Friends, no offense to Friends, but I just don't have 24 weeks in me. Uh, sure. But but something like this where it's like we get four or five of these like seven seven episode series throughout the year, you know? Yes. Hopefully there are more that we don't even know that are coming. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, think about that. Like there are shows and performances and things that we're going to, we don't even know about that we're going to see this year and they're going to be mass level. Ah. <gasps> And I'm so excited. Yeah, we don't even know what they are yet, you know? Oof, so many women. Yeah. So little time. Well. Or too much time. <laughs> yeah, or too much, or maybe not enough. Uh, <laughs> but is there time for a 30 Rock rewatch? Yes. What's your number three? My number three, speaking of TV, is Smash. Mm. And, and just really our entire journey watching season one, all the laughs, the inside jokes, the clips. Um, I'm so glad that you finally watched it and watched it, you know, to a degree where we have that forever <laughs> to like revisit because it's it really was a magical time. It was. I mean, I have said it on those episodes and I'll say it again that like such a highlight of 2022 was was not just watching season one of smash but recapping it on patreon and like having that i mean kind of what i was just talking about but having that week by week experience because i wasn't watching ahead i didn't know it was going to happen i refused to let you tell me what happens yes and uh and it was just and and so it was like the experience of getting to watch this incredibly campy season of television fresh. And then we get to record a podcast about it. It just, it was, Oh, what 15 weeks of, of, of heaven fish and chips in Boston. How could I resist? Uh, heaven on earth, really heaven on earth at the Schubert. <laughs> Is that where it was at the Schubert? I. Uh, uh, yeah, the St. James, the Schubert. I don't know. But the Nederlanders were there. That's all. Oh, the Nederlanders are there. The Nederlanders are coming. Um, I I just love Smash. And um, there was something else you said that jogged a different topic, but it'll come back. It'll come back. Yeah. yeah. Um, was it about Kate and Allie? Do you have oh, questions? I remember oh, it. Okay, well, yeah. Right. Kate and um, it's, it's on topic. And uh, it's just you, you know, your journey with Christian Borrell of how you weren't sure of him at first. And then, you know, Tom is, uh, Tom is just, he'll live in our hearts forever. And Dev. Oh, God, Tom and Dev. I just, I and John, justice for John. Justice for John. And, you know, just 
rediscovering, you know, or just furthering your uh, love and education of all things Megan Hilty as well. But you already mentioned her, which is great. Yeah, I, but, you know, why not again? Megan Hilty, wow. Like, as great as, as Debbie and Christian and Frank and everybody oh, was yeah, on Debbie Messing. Debbie yeah. Messing. I thought oh. she was wonderful. Megan Hilty just danced and sang and acted just pirouettes around the that whole cast. Yes. Yeah, it was a great time. Yeah. Well, uh, that brings me to my number two. Number two. So my number two, I'm. I gotta give it to. Give, gotta give it to Justin. I gotta give it to the entirety of the country of Spain. <gasps> okay, go on. I really think Spain is. I. I think there is a world where I like re-download Duolingo, and I do it <laughs> like twenty minutes a day. And eventually I moved to Spain because, Ugh. you know, and I, I don't, what happens from there is, you know, uh, up to the gods. But I think that we had a month of Pedro Almodovar and see, yes. see, and that was just a, a colorful month of May. I think it was May. It was. And we had Holy Camp, which is just one of my favorite movies uh, that I saw in 2022. And it's just like so high on my list of just movies I love to cry to. Yes. And, you know, I, while there is obviously a little chit chat of, of drag race fatigue, I will say some of the best drag race there is. And season two happened this year. And I'll tell you, if you just wanted to get excited and emotionally invested in a drag race season, you couldn't do better. Yeah, I remember you always were singing its praises and, you know, add it to the list. I, I don't know if I should even say it out loud anymore because I just disappoint. I just died <laughs> at you every know, corner. We all wonder where that list is. And I know, you know. it's made of, uh, you know, tissue paper and it's it's near the sink. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you see this? It's garbage. <laughs> yes. Fine. It's garbage. Yeah. And it's garbage. Uh, so, yeah. I, and then, you know, there is this um, this show I just started watching. I, I like I'm two episodes into, but it's the Spanish gay show called Smiley. And it's basically like a variation on kind of what Bros was doing, but way better, I have to say. And very charming. The men are stunning. So that obviously helps in my Duolingo plans is, you know, uh, these Spanish men are just a different beast. And it's it's great. It's a high recommend. I, I don't. I don't jump to watch gay stuff all the time because I'm like, oh, enough, you know, uh, enough with the gay stuff. But this is a great show. <laughs> I'm I'm looking at it right now. It's on Netflix because there was another movie or TV show or series that I saw and I feel like I stuck my nose up to it, but I don't remember it being in a different language. So I don't think I was it Heartstopper? No, I I loved Heartstopper. Um, Cuz that's on my list that I do really actually want to watch. Oh, I think you'll love it. Yeah. I think you will. Maybe it was Smiley, but I No, I feel like it was in English, I'll have to I'll have to come back to you on that one too. But Smiley, great Smiley, yeah, it really you know. But but I so far what I what they've really explored is that same idea of like one guy is a very pretty you know gym buffed bartender and the other guy is still very good looking, yes. but is a bit more like bookish. He's an architect, a little more you know uh, not the gym type, and and they. Um, meet through a series of, you know, uh, uh, well, not through a series of things. They meet because of a, a, a voicemail sent to the wrong number, and then they meet in person, and it's kind of that realization of like, oh, this is not love at first sight, you know. And and they of course have the same conversation that Billy Eichner has with what's the snakes and bros, where it's like, you know, you would never date me if you just saw my picture. Like you would never, you know, notice me because I'm not, you know, on the same level as you. Blah blah blah. Yes. You know. Yeah. All right. Well, I I mean, I'll add it. I w I've put it on my to watch list on Netflix. So it is on a list. Um, you know, <laughs> at least it's on a real list. list. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you are just you are like the DMV. <laughs> yeah, you're on a list. Keon will watch it. Keon and I have this inside joke that if he wants to watch something, I think like I think the first example of this was maybe and just like that. But I feel like there's another one, too. He's like, let me guess. You're probably not going to watch it. And then Colin will say it's really good. And then you'll want to watch it. And I was like, no. Um, <laughs> but I feel that that's happened with and just like that. And one other show that he wanted me to watch. And I was like, ew. And then you said you liked it. And I was like, well, maybe. Mm. Was <laughs> so, it the bear? 
No, because he didn't watch that. It was something that he started on his own. Mm. And uh, Keon, if you're listening, let me know what it Keon, is. Keon, if well, you're listening, uh, could you start watching Smiley and then you can get Nick to yes. watch it? Could you help me out yeah, here? There we yeah. go. It might. It wasn't Heartstopper either, too. But um, yeah, it's a one sin. Of those shows. That was another gay show. No. Hmm. It was something that Keon watched. He said it was great. I don't know. Yeah, this version of twenty five thousand dollar pyramid. I definitely. Can't. Yeah, it's not we'll, gonna. We're not gonna get. We're anywhere. not gonna win the car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the clue is something that Keon watched. Yes. Westworld. All seasons yeah. of Westworld. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> oh God. Um. So I. I just did. Uh, did you do number two? That was then? my number two. That was your number two. Okay, great. My number two, this is a journey that we've uh, documented on the podcast for maybe even in 2021 going into 2022. And Keon thought of this one, so I had to give him credit, or I have to give him credit, is uh, finally, at long last, getting air conditioning in the house. (laughs) I mean, listen, this is absolutely, uh, this was the Glenn Close of of BSAs. Like, she had to at least get nominated. Oh, yeah. And then there was that one. This was like the, we'll call it like the wife era where the, you know, we really thought it was going to stick. We really thought she was going to get that Oscar and the ACs were good. And then it like broke down again. And I was just like, (laughs) and it was the Albert Knobs era. (laughs) Your AC was Olivia Coleman going. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) It's really quite shocking. Oh God, uh, I. Uh, but you know, we have it now, and it's great, and I can't wait for summer. And um, you know, especially with the windows and Lucy barking at everything, it'll be nice to keep them shut and just enjoy the cool. Mm, well, you know, uh, thank God the labor that you that you suffered through last summer, the in the uh, dead of summer. Yeah, wasn't it, like, it? Went into like yeah. I feel like. In my mind, I feel like it was like August, but I know that sounds crazy, but maybe it was. I have no idea. Yeah. It felt that long. It was like the repairman was leaving for the last time. He was like, oh, by the way, happy Labor Day. <laughs> yeah, we got a Christmas card from him. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, glad we could finally get that work in, work just in time for Thanksgiving. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Um, but yeah, getting AC, that's my number two. Well, that brings me to my number one. Well, I mean, listen, it's not a it's not a party without punch and it's uh, it's really hot in here because my number one (gasps) BSA of 2022 is smash. Yes. Ding, ding, (laughs) ding. That was my third uh, guess that Mm. you would have smash somewhere on the list. But you almost had me fooled there by mentioning Megan Hilty in your number five so yay yeah go on well you know i i, I didn't want to give it away before but obviously yeah, all I the things that. we we talked about it was really it's so much fun and obviously folks if you're listening and i know every podcast has a patreon and everybody's trying to get you to you know spend your hard-earned money but if you did it would be your money's five dollars would be all it would take to get an entire season of us covering smash it was so much fun we had got preview episodes on the main feed if you want a taste of it we did the episode with Amanda. Uh, yeah. the, what was it, the Tech Week episode? Tech, yes. Uh, we did that on the main feed. It was uh, it was so much fun. And, you know, season two, I think I've gotten through two episodes and I just kind of stopped. I mean, I, I see why you would, but it's good. I mean, my, and maybe that's the problem, that mm. it did get a little bit better and a little bit, you know, not perfect. But it's not season one. No, like I can see how season two technically is fixing season one, but it's also like, no, don't. You're taking away all the things that I loved about season one was the it's the extent to which it didn't work. You know? I know, I know. But that's Smash. That's Smash. Magical season of television and um, my my best supporting podcast, BSA of the year. Oh, I love that. Well, my number one, I feel, I guess a little obvious, a late, a late bloomer, this one, but the apple of my eye, the newest member of the family goes to Miss Lucy herself. I was going to say, if Hurricane Lucy (laughs) doesn't come sweeping in, uh, then we got some problems. Yeah. Then I don't know Lucy and Goosey. Yes. Oh my gosh. And I really do feel, I've talked about her enough. I mean, I've complained about her enough on the podcast too and it's funny because i joined this new facebook group it's just like um 
you know, new puppy owners, tips and tricks and support group, because sometimes it's, it's, I feel like I'm in a mom group or like, isn't it hard when they do this? And just to like see other people struggle and everyone's struggling with something different. It does help a little bit. Um, and also makes me appreciate what Lucy does well. And I do feel like really in the last three weeks, she's really hit a turning point. She is becoming the dog that we want her to be. And I know it takes time. It's, uh, you know, she's going to be a year old and uh, almost less than a week, really. Oh, my God. On, on the, well, a little bit more. I'm trying to, like, think ahead of when this episode will come out. But her birthday is on January 14th is what I'm getting at. So she's the best. What a Capricorn. I love Capricorn. Us. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, uh, we had a really great day today as well, too. She is just, she's listening really well. She's sleeping a little bit more. I took her upstairs. We're starting phase two of kind of getting her reacquainted with the second floor and just not getting into shit and making sure that she knows she can go down the stairs if she has to use the bathroom. And she kind of did it today. She, uh, she had to go and she just stood at the top of the stairs. She won't go down the stairs, but that's progress. That is progress. You know, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> I just love that idea that she's just like, I got to go. I just uh, there's these stairs. I mean, <laughs> yeah. What do I do? Here? What do I do here? Yeah. And I yeah, <laughs> it's it's cute. Uh, Which is, but yeah, I'm just going to say it's nuts because you sent us the link to her daycare live feed and that dog is just like, she's just Kimberly Akimbo in there. She's all over the place. I'm like, you can't handle a couple of stairs. <laughs> I know it's so funny, but that's always how it is. I yeah. mean, I will say too, this also warms my heart with how crazy she is. And just like, to me, she's, I mean, she's a handful, but I feel like she's even more of a handful, you know, with no leash and just running around with all these other dogs. When we picked her up from daycare this past Monday, one of the gals at the counter was like, I have to say, Lucy's in my top five. And that really got us excited. Keon was the one who picked her up. So, and he said that like, everyone loves her and they do get really excited when she comes in. They all say Lucy and she's just, you know, she loves it there. Ah, uh, wow. So that was really nice. Well, good job, Lucy. You know, it was, uh, I mean, I, I think we even talked about this, but remember when you first got her, and I feel like even that that first month, you're like, well, it's just been a month, but oh my God, like, is she ever gonna, is she ever gonna not be this? This. You know, and, and that, it probably feels like a totally different dog in some ways, and she's not even done growing, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, even... I, I say this often to myself and to Keon too. like, remember when she used to do this and she's not doing this now. And like, even when we would try to like hook her on her chain or just like put the leash on her, she would be like gnawing at our knuckles because she's, she just wanted to bite everything. And now she just like stands at the door and she's like, are we going? Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's great. So it's, it's important for me to remember all those things and uh, that she's still a puppy and um, she's growing up before my eyes. She is. She is. And you've only, I mean, you got her what in September, September 26th is when we got her. It's still like nothing, you know? Yeah. It's only been a little over three months. It's that's nothing. Nothing. So it's a lot of progress in three months. That's, that's, yeah, great. I think so. Yeah. And she's smart. She just like, once the treats are away, she's like, I'm not going to listen to you. Mm -hmm. She's like, I know you're not going to give me anything, but um, she's too smart for her own good. Mm, yeah. Except when it comes to going down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> she's like i can't do this i just can't I can't do it i've i've stood like mid stair like right in the middle and i'm like come on downstairs and i keep saying the word and she like she won't do it until i turn my back to her and start walking a little bit more she has to know that i'm i'm leading the way i guess i don't know what if it's the ghost you know what she growled at something the other day and i just i didn't like it i, I don't know what i feel it was on the first floor, though. It wasn't mm. the second floor. So who knows? It could have been a yeah. <laughs> a mouse or something. Could have been a cardboard box. I know she has it feelings. It could have been. She does hate them. Yeah. She also hates the measuring tape every time I get it out. <laughs> but that's that makes a weird noise. You know, that sort of clangy yeah. measuring tape. Yeah, noise. yeah. No, I could I could see that. I feel like that makes sense that a, a dog would be kind of... Yeah. Yeah. For some but reason, in my mind, I I know what measuring tape is, but I was picturing masking tape as you said that, oh, and I thought, yeah. God, I hope... tape measure maybe is what I yeah, said. sure, sure. But I, I you know, uh, I just thought, oh my God, I hope you never have to like pack a box. This dog is going to go into <laughs> apoplectic fits. Yeah, yeah. Ah, but yeah, that's our Lucy, Lucy Goosey. 
loosey-goosey. Well, I think that's a, a, a lot to celebrate from the past year. And as we said, who knows? Who knows what we are going to lose our shit about going into this year? You know, you and I will have to have a bit of, produ- of a production meeting, but I... Yeah, we all, you know, being in Oscar season, there's some really exciting movies for us to talk about in the next, you know, couple months. I know. I feel like we and we have access to it through Plex and other mm-hmm. platforms. I feel like, yeah, we need to we need to get that program together. I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, I, I know I've seen some requests for Triangle of Sadness, which we yes. do have access to in that Plex account that we have access to. And I noticed today that that account also has the Banshees of Inishirin. Yes, that was on my list. Yeah, yes. uh, Glass Onion, which has got you know all uh, uh, Janelle Monae and uh, Kate Hudson and yes, probably other ladies I can't remember, but I heard they're great. Um, oh, um, uh, Catherine Hahn is. Oh it? yeah, that's right, Catherine Hahn. And yes, and did you say Kate Hudson? I you did. It did, but okay, yeah. say her again. Yeah. Uh, and it's not really a well. It's sort of a BSA movie because of uh, Whoopi Goldberg, but Till is on Plex. Oh yeah, and I, I know there's so many great movies. I've heard that is just like a you know I I don't remember her name, but the woman in the lead role is just acting the whole. It's just a lot. Oh, I that I'm, I'm. It's hard to say I'm excited for Till, but I'm very interested in watching it. You know. Yes, and I think I think she was also in um, Danielle Deadweiler. I mm-hmm. think she was also in From Scratch. Was that other movie? Um, no, was she? Yeah, she was. She played her sister Zora, and she's so good. She's like such a um, BSA sister role that like really doesn't come around too often. Mm. But when she does, it's she's amazing. So yeah, one to keep our eye on. Oh, I don't even know From Scratch. Is it about? Oh, is it about baking? Yes, and oh wow, <laughs> this also will come to a surprise as to no one. But Keon and I started watching it in Hawaii. Actually, it was sort of our like wind down show, and we got like three or four episodes in. The ending is super sad. I I think it was spoiled for me, but like everyone who was watching it on TikTok like said like you will weep in the last episode. I'm like okay, um, and we haven't got there. And I think part of me just doesn't want to watch it because I don't want to go to the, <laughs> I don't want to go to that place. But uh, I it's so good and so charming. I think you would really like it. Okay. Um. All right. Yeah. Uh. I am. I am open to watching new things. All right. So yeah. Um. But anyway, that's. Uh, some things. Oh, there's also I. I don't know if it's. Uh, I know the Fablemans we have access to, and I know it's kind of like Michelle Williams is technically in the lead actress category. But like, either way, we will probably talk about the Fablemans at some point. Yeah, I feel like we ha- we've never really talked about Michelle. Not really. Ever. No, not really. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then the the last one that I, I Tar is on there. I don't know if I want to do an episode on Tar, but like. I'm glad I saw it for what it's worth. It it it's worth seeing to obviously because she has a strong chance of winning the Oscar. Yes. But it uh again, I think we've talked about this before. I don't think I didn't really like it after right after I saw it, but then the more I sat with it, the more I was like, "Ooh, Tar was great." Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I'm excited. Um that lead actress race is really heating up. Mhm. Um I will say, and maybe this is a deep tease for um, the Best Supporting After Show, so tune in if you're not already a, a Patreon subscriber, but I have seen one of the movies that we just talked about, and I'm going to talk about it on the Best Supporting After Show. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's called Acting. <laughs> yeah. Ever heard of it? That was acting. Yeah. Well... Huh. All right. Well, I guess if I want to find out what that is and other people yeah, listening like, want to find out what that wrap is, this show up. play us off. <laughs> I don't care what you do. Just play us. Play something. All right. They. I don't know what they're playing, but they're playing us off. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Oh, oh, they're playing. They are. They're literally playing us off and I'm just listening to the music. Where, oh. where can, where can folks find more of you? They can find me on my other podcast, The Good Vanilla, which is a Barefoot Contessa podcast. Or you can follow me on Instagram at Nick Kachanov. How about you? Well, you can, of course, find me, uh, especially, you know, uh, going into the, you know, season 15 of Drag Race. You can find me on All Right Mary every week with Johnny covering season 15 of RuPaul's Drag Race, as I just said. 
And we're going to be doing uh, an after show on Patreon. It'll be uh, similar to our best supporting after show. So I'm going to be like Mrs. Doubtfire between the two of them. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and of course, uh, you can find me on Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And you can find both of us on Instagram in a best supporting capacity at BSA pod. Or you can send us an email at the BSA pod at gmail.com. And keep your papers peeled because uh, the Best Sporting After <laughs> Show that was just mentioned, it will be out on Friday. We've got things to catch up on. We've got some things we've watched over the over the holiday break that we need to talk about, including a movie, an Oscar contender that has been hinted at. And then we've got our Best Supporting Assignments, our BSAs of the Week. It's a whole good goddamn time. It's $5 a month, and you get early access to episodes just like this at patreon.com slash Pod. Get on over there, folks. Get on over there. You heard the woman. Go on, get. Yeah, now get. (laughs) (laughs) And that, as they say, is that.